heap of sentience By show of hands Who else is sick and tired of the same Yes, for sin Trying to keep us small Trying to keep us from getting out Minimizing the struggles they've caused Saying we're not working hard enough we really should stop this fighting. Otherwise, we'll miss the fireworks. There won't be any fireworks. And here we go. And welcome, everybody, to Suck It! I am the great and powerful King of Kings, Prince of all that is awesome. Derek, how the fuck is everybody today on this... Wednesday, excuse me, November 11th of the horrible year that has been 2020. Hump day, right? Well, you know, we're almost there the weekend. You know, things are going well so far, I guess, you know. You know, had two good shows yesterday and um, Monday with uh, Black Suit Youth and the uh, Messenger Birds. But tonight, you know, we're kicking it off again with some, with some more music because you know what? That's what I do best is music. Yeah, I love talking to actors and actresses too, but you know what? Music is my heart and soul, as you guys know. So we're going to continue that on today because I have the lead singer of a band out of Tennessee um, by the name of Lonely Youth, and they just got some bunch of cool stuff going on. Um, their newest release is called In the Deep, and... We're going to talk about that and more, so please welcome to the show, Mr. Tyler Ventanelli. What's uh, going on, man? How are you? Uh, hey, how you doing? Good, brother. You? Doing well, man. Enjoying the weather. You know, uh, we were just talking about that. Thing. Yeah, the weather's been nice. Um, it's supposed to cool down by the end of this week again, but it's it's going to be, uh, it should be a nice, you know, um, nice fall going into winter. Who knows, though? Yeah. We've had a surprisingly uh, sort. We never you usually don't have a fall. We usually go straight from summer into winter. But we've had a decent fall this year, so I'm not complaining. Yeah, see, I, I'm lucky in the fact that I, you know, I get the four seasons. I get the leaf times. You know, I, yeah. You know, we started. I mean, September for us. You know, we start to feel it slowly start to cool off. But once you start to see that first orange or brown leaf, it's like, oh, it's here. Yeah, that's my favorite, man. Yeah, I it's mean, like Hall at Halloween weather. Oh yeah, I mean, we went driving in the mountains of uh, uh, West Virginia two weeks ago, and then did a hike um, along the Shenandoah. And man, it was just—it was like, it was beauty at its finest. The mountains, yeah. I was, I was actually supposed to go to the mountains this coming week in Gatlinburg, but my trip ended up getting canceled. So I'm really bummed about it because I'm sure it like looks amazing up there. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the mountains in Tennessee as well, I mean, shit. I mean, any any place in the country that has a good set of mountains, you know, this time of year is, is looking pretty fucking nice. I agree with that, dude. So, you know, um, how's this things going musically for you guys? Um, it's, been a, it's been a fucked up year, but, you know, it's... Uh, uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, you got to keep trucking on, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's been a really cool... It's been really cool because everyone has, like found different ways to like do stuff um like i don't know it's just it's in a really like crazy time for the industry um uh, like just having to figure out different ways to promote yourself you know and stuff like that um 
so but no i mean it's been going really well um we just like you said we just released in the deep um a little over a week ago it uh it's done we've we've held on to that record for a good like all of quarantine for sure um we did it we recorded it like right before all the quarantine stuff hit um going into march and uh we've held on we just didn't know what to do with it man we were just like are we supposed to put this out because we wanted to play it live so badly and uh that wasn't obviously happening um so we we sat on it like i said for about six or seven months and we were like you know what man fuck it let's put it out and so we put out in the deep it's done super awesome it's, it's probably been our most like successful like release like immediate like seeing the success of it uh we were lucky enough to get put on a couple like editorials on spotify um stuff like that and and the the reception of it's been really really cool man and uh it's it's been really awesome to see it do its thing um it's definitely that the more heaviest or the heavier thing that we've uh put out since being in lonely youth which that was always i felt where we wanted to go um but we just couldn't quite achieve exactly what we wanted but um i think we're finally doing it with this new ep and i'm i'm very excited to everybody to hear everything else on it so what was holding you back as far as hitting that heaviness um i think it was just trying to bridge the gap of we didn't really we didn't want to be just like just a heavy band you know like um a lot of our influences like come from like deftones and like especially like all the new metal stuff like corn and like lincoln park and just like old stuff like that and they had they were like those bands were they were heavy but they still had like that melody and a, a little bit, you know? And so we were just trying so hard just to not just be a heavy band. You know, we wanted to be heavy, but also still keep our melody from our other singles that, you know, we had put out um, like a year or so before. Um, and I think we finally have, have started to achieve that and kind of find our niche, I guess, of uh, where we want to be. Yeah, I mean, in the the rock world, you know, you've got so many different subgenres of rock and metal, mm-hmm. and you know, some of it like you know, death metal and deathcore and heavy, you know, this and that, you know, all the different things. You know, they do lack that melody. For sure. Um, that's why you know I don't usually fuck with that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my brand, you know, definitely Deftones, um, Kill For Switching, sure. you know, Kill Switch Engage, For sure. Ice. Ice Nine Kills in this moment, mm-hmm. um, you know, even Hailstorm and you know Volbeat and everything else in between, because you know th- those types of bands, yeah, they have their heaviness, but they also can do pull out a nice slow song and yeah, really sure. touch your heart and you know, and they do the solos every once in a while or solos every you know every song, but you know it's it's about creating something that you know you can connect with, yeah. you know. I do, you know, love my fair share of, you know, death death metal or deathcore, but at the same time, you know, it's not something I regularly listen to. So I I definitely feel what you're talking about there. Yeah, I mean, I I love I love all genres of music. Like I especially love the super like I love metalcore stuff. I love, you know, like the chaotic. There's like a a big movement of like chaotic like metalcore stuff going on. I love it all, but me personally, I mean, I always like I came up singing like that was what I did was sing. And so I obviously influenced by like all kinds of like, you know, heavier bands. And so I wanted to learn to scream and, you know, all that stuff. And so 
that was honestly that was like one of the big things at first is because like I mean I just mostly sang and I just kind of had to reteach myself how to actually scream and like um yell and stuff like that and that was honestly like a really big thing that held me back from going heavier for a second is I wanted to I didn't want to have those the music be so heavy and me not be able to project and do what I needed to do when the music got that heavy but I finally have started to like get back into my swing because like I mean all of my all people my age like we all started out in like metal bands you know like of course so it's like I used to scream all the time but you know uh I just got more into the singing thing for so long and like so I kind of had to relearn how to you know do those things and and now that I have started to you know uh it's really cool because we can put out those melodic yet heavy songs as we can have that hooky chorus but then also have the really heavy verses you know or bridges and stuff um but yeah so uh that's pretty much you know was the turning point I feel like writing the heavier stuff yeah, um, especially like you mentioned, you know, when when everyone first starts playing metal, um, you know, especially in their you know mid teens, late teens, whatever it is, when they're fir- in their first fucking bands, they scream and growl and have no idea what they're doing. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, I, I did <laughs> at all. And they end up blowing out their vocal cords and stuff yeah. like that, and you know, or they just wake up one day and realize, holy shit, I sound like hell. Yeah. And, and then because you know. One of the things that gets a lot of flack from, especially like the rap community or even just the regular rock, you know, the rock and roll community, um, R&B and everything like that, pop, you know, it's just screaming. That's so easy. I could do that. Try it. You know, it is is the most difficult. I mean, look at people like um, Matt Heafy of Trivium. Blew his vocal cords out for like nearly two years. Couldn't do it at all. Um, they even, you know, debated on whether or not they should even do their old stuff anymore and put out a whole album of nothing but him just singing the entire time. Yeah. Um, uh, when the what's, what, that was the when the world goes cold, I think it was. Um, then you know, Matt Shadows of of Avenged Sevenfold. He's done it two or three times. Yeah. Um, he's still recovering from the last one, his vocal cord infection, where he just, you know, blew him out again. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's so common, but and people just don't understand there's a proper way to do it, and then there's a wrong way to do it, and it's one of the most difficult things in rock and roll. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, it is, I think they're what the, the guy that does all the, and I think he, he had like a, a video where he went to a show like a metal show and he just like was walking up to people and he was being like so can you scream or like or like asking people it's like do you think it's easier to scream and they were like yeah it's easy and he would make them do it and they it, you couldn't do it because it is really difficult it's jared so, dines so difficult. yeah so yeah difficult. yeah there Jer- jared dines that was yeah because he's a internet internet youtube guitarist yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's also played with Brinking Benjamin and stuff like that. But yeah, he's done that a couple times, and people just could not do it. He's also he's also the same guy that goes to metal shows and walks up to somebody wearing a band T-shirt and says, "Hey, can you name three sh- three uh, songs?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he likes to troll hard. Oh my god, he is such a troll. I love that guy so fucking much. I can sure. watch his shit all day. Yeah, he's. Fine. But yeah, but yeah, it is one of those things, man. It's it's um, yeah. I mean. Looking back on it now, when I was, you know, 17, 18, 19, 20 years old, you know, in my metal bands, you know, a couple of different bands that I was in, you know, what I, what I sounded like then versus what I sound like now. And, you know, I don't sing professionally anymore, but, you know, it's like, damn, it was such a difference. You know, back then it was like, you know, 
I constantly felt like I was a 90 year old smoker all the time. (laughs) Now, you know, I I don't scream for a week and I get in the car and, you know, I just, you know, belt it out. It's like, oh, much difference. You know, it it requires so much littler, you know, vocal warm ups when you're doing it right and just stuff like that. It's just amazing to me. It was just like being on tour, man. Like, I mean, a lot of people I talk to will be like, like be on tour and like, I mean, keep in mind, I like seeing a lot more, but it's like, it's, it's so strange because. I will go on tour and I feel like my voice is stronger by the end of the tour rather than the beginning because I feel like like my vocal cords are getting like calloused over and worked and because it's a muscle. It is. And so and so I feel like by the end of the tour, I am a lot stronger than I was at the beginning. And a lot of, you know, a lot of vocalists aren't like that. You know, they have to go on vocal rest and stuff like that, which also I've never been on, you know, like a. Those, those bands will, are going on like two month long tours. You know, I'm sure if I sang for two months that I would be <laughs> pretty, pretty tired too. But, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, shit. You know, like I mentioned, um, Ice Nine Kills, you know, those guys were on fucking tour from the, you know, the moment their album was released in August of 2018. Uh-huh. Up until the pandemic hit, nonstop, just you know, it's crazy. You know, non, like another band, like nothing more. Mm-hmm. You know, they toured for four years, almost nonstop, with their first album. Um, mm-hmm. This is the with one. With, this is the time on it. But I mean, it's like, you know, how. How? Yeah. But then you got like guys like um, Rob Halford of fucking Iron Maiden who can just do it, you know, his entire life. Never fucking has a, a, a day where he has to warm up at all. He just goes yep. out there and just, but just, just does it. Just does it. <laughs> must be nice. It must be nice. <laughs> that metal god right there. I mean, he was given yeah. a gift beyond anything else. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. So, you know, you release this, you know, EP and you can't go fucking tour. Mm hmm. How does that feel? It's weird, man. Um, it's 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 really strange because I um, I'm I'm all about and I support like all the live streaming stuff. Like like I said earlier, like bands have, have tried to figure out some other way to like give their fans like that live experience. Um, and it's like I'm all I, I support all my friends that have done it. Um, it's just it's weird for me because it's just like I don't it's not for me. Uh, like I just yeah, I've, I've tried watching so many and I just I'm I'm for it. I I'm like hell yeah, this is awesome. You know I'm glad these guys are doing it, but it's just I I personally can't get into it. And so my band personally, we haven't really done any live streams. Um, but I mean if if things continue to stay shut down, like I mean we're got we want to play it live we're gonna have to you know yeah do do something we're gonna have to put out one you know or something um nashville's been really cool though too because uh there's a bunch of venues here uh that have been doing a whole series of things where they've been uh setting up the whole stage and everything like exit in the end like all these like dope venues um and they've been putting on shows just like they would be there obviously it's live streamed and obviously there's like multiple cameras and stuff like that but i mean i could definitely see us doing some stuff like that um because that would be fun um you know but like it's it is definitely weird like you know starting to put out singles from an ep that we've been held excuse me hanging on to for six months and knowing like not knowing when we're actually going to be able to play it in front of an actual crowd um 
it's very strange and i think i think it's a really really weird time for all the bands right now because it's that strange like what do we do (laughs) like kind of thing it's like you want to play it but you also understand that we're in the middle of a pandemic and yeah it's strange man it's just a very strange time dude i i don't even know how to explain it honestly it's just yeah it really is i mean i uh you know back in uh june and july and august i hosted about 25 streams on my channel um for uh you know, for live bands, um, just giving them an outlet to play, you know, I did some, some national acts and a bunch of local acts. Um, you know, and it was really fun you know, to produce those shows and again, give them a, you know, an opportunity to get in front of a live audience, a national live audience. Um, you know, something that they may not have had the opportunity to do, but just to see, you know, the faces on the, you know, sitting there saying, you know, damn, you know, I'm finally able to, you know, play again you know doesn't matter if i'm looking at a camera or not uh, at yeah. least i'm able to get to play yeah. um and you know but the thing about it is like on my end you know the guy that's sitting on the other end you know you know working everything on this end and it's like i, I just makes me miss going to a show even more yeah. you know last year i went to 10 different shows um and to not even have been to one this year it just sucks as a fan but as you know as a a guy used to tour and you you know used to be in bands too i know that feeling of not being able to tour i know that feeling of not being able to walk on that stage or not get inside that dirty ass bus or the dirty ass van or whatever the case might be and just enjoy the road with your brothers to the fact where you're getting ready to fight within the next six weeks yeah Yeah, (laughs) you know it's a it's a it's a chore but it's a it's a life that most people just love Oh, for sure. And it like, especially like, uh, it's, it's, I don't know, man, it's been really weird. Like, and we were like, we had just put out a single called bones right before quarantine hit. And we get, we played at, um, we played here at exit in, we, we got to, we got, we got the pleasure of playing like two sold out shows here at exit in. Like I'm talking three days before like the quarantine hit. And so we were on that like super live, like high, of playing shows and then it was just like straight down and it sucked so bad dude it was it was the hardest thing ever yeah especially to now you know getting close to the end of the year right now there's i mean there's been a couple tours announced Mm -hmm. but nothing like substantial that we might not even get I mean, the only thing that's really substantial that's been announced was Aftershock, and Mm -hmm. that's in October of next year, so that's a year away. But, I mean, it's like, you know, is that even going to happen? Are these tours that are planned, because there actually some are, but it's like I've been hearing 2022. So, I mean, that's what really scares me. Yeah, I don't – it's going to be very strange, man. Um, I was talking to to my friend the other day, um, the center band as well, and we were talking about just that, like things being pushed back that far. And I told him, I said, man, I said, I, I really think that we're about to see a big um, line drawn in between live acts. I was like, I feel like there's going to be a lot of bands out there that are get, they get sick of it and they just start playing shows. And they're just like, screw everybody, we're going to play shows. And then you're also going to have this other side of the line of bands that are like going to be like, no, dude, that's not right. You shouldn't be doing that. You know, th- we're in the middle of a pandemic. 
you know, and then it's just going to be this big war between bands. These side wants to play shows and they're just saying, fuck it, we're going to play shows. And this side obviously being like, hey, don't do that. It's not, you shouldn't be doing that. And it's just going to be this big mess. And because, I mean, yeah, like you said earlier, I mean, it sucks that we can't play live shows right now. And it's like, and you're just pushing, pulled, I mean, you know, back and forth, like this information, this information, this, and like, it's just back and forth, back and forth. And you don't know where to turn. You don't know where to go. And it's just, I don't know, man. Like I said, I like it. it's just a weird time. Like, it's like, I don't know what's going to happen. And it's just like, I just hope that something can happen to where we're not waiting till 2022 to yeah. rape some gigs. Now, I mean, the one thing that I, I'm kind of hoping I start to see is more of drive-in shows. For sure. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I know a lot of comedians are doing it. Um, there's some bands that are doing it, but it hasn't been on a massive scale. Mm -hmm. um, I would love to see, you know, a festival put together, or at least a four or five band, you know, compilation. But, you know, going from town to town, just doing drive-in shows. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 perfectly, you know, that's socially distanced. Um, you know, you can either get close and get really, you know, intimate with it and not have to turn on your radio or be in the back and connect into this FM station that and, you know, have it in your car. But at least you're yeah. going to watch it on a big screen. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, watch it. Yeah, exactly. It, there's, so there's options, you know, but I, I don't feel enough bands are taking advantage of it. For sure. Well, it's also like... um. I think it's I think it's that, and I think that there's a lot of promoters that are like potentially scared to take those things on because it's like untested waters kind of um, for promoters. I mean, they had one here in Nashville. This uh, band from here, uh, it's really awesome called Early Humans. Uh, they just did a drive-in show um, a couple weeks ago, and apparently it went super super well. Um, and I'm stoked for them on that because, I mean, they're kind of like super ingrained in our scene. It was good to see someone from our scene actually go get to play a show, you know, and like in front of actual people. Um, but, yeah, I definitely agree with you. I, uh, I think that's something that needs to be implemented more. Um, and I think it's going to be something that's implemented more because it works. Uh, like you said, people are socially distanced. So like we're like it's, it's a really cool idea. I mean, it's just. I just need more of it to happen, I guess, or like other people to pick up that, pick it up, and be like, "Yeah, let's do this," you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's just it it it's weird and it sucks and you know it, it's you know, but at the same time, what I'm noticing too, smaller bands like you guys and all the other bands that I've talked to from Earshot, um, have an upper leg on some of these bigger bands. And let me tell you why. About two or three weeks ago, I received an email from, you know, the Avenged Sevenfold fan club, which, by the way, is my favorite band of all time. Uh, um, nice. You know, I got an email from them, you know, and it was, it was said it was written by Matt, but who knows. But anyway, it said, hey, you know, we have our new album done. Um, it's some of the best work we've ever done, but we're not going to release it until we're able to tour. Because with this album and like all of our other albums, you know, we have to put on a stage show in order to really sell the music because it, it's it's there are two components in one. For sure. um, so 
that band, along with, you know, I talked to um, the lead singer of September Morning, Emily Lazar, last week. You know, she they have a new album done. They're just putting out a single just to kind of tie their fans over. But they're not mm-hmm. ready to tour yet because they're a very theatrical band who, you know, their m- music is based off of the comic books they write and they play the characters on stage and they need the, the tour to do that. You know, there's a lot of bands like that. Um, so these big major acts that have these theatrical shows or put on a great stage show aren't putting out new music because they can't tour so it opens a door for you guys and all these other bands like i said i've talked to that now they don't have they don't have on that friday your a7x's your hailstorms your in this moments your your you know whoever that you're competing with now it's just y'all yeah for sure um it is really cool um i agree with you um Another thing too is like, I mean, that was our biggest thing for a minute there too, is because um, we have always like, we've always pride ourselves on our live show. Um, we 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 all worked really hard to get all of this like big stage production, these lights, these like all this stuff. And so we, because when people come to a show to see us at a show, we that's what we want to give them. You know, they paid their hard earned money, you know, to come and see us. And so we always try to to, I guess be more than a local band, I guess, um, from Nashville. And so that's, that was like a big thing with our live streaming stuff was like, we didn't, I didn't just feel that we could produce through a screen, the same thing that you can get if you come to one of our shows. Um, and so that was another big, even though we are absolutely nowhere near as big as, you know, as like a Vinch sevenfold or like Foo Fighters or Deftones or anything like that. Um, that was a big thing with us holding on our record for as long as we did because we wanted to tour it so badly because we didn't feel, we didn't know if the music was going to convey over. Um, if people, if we didn't get to, to play it for people live. Um, but you're absolutely right. I mean, it does help, you know, not being on that kind of level yet because, you know, we can put out these songs and, uh, the people that listen to our band support us like they're super happy just to hear us putting out music you know they don't necessarily like need it to be live right now because they understand what's going on but like you said with bands like Avenged Sevenfold like some like a Slipknot these bands that like have these gigantic arena productions um, which let's be honest I mean these days that's how a lot of those bands even you know recoup for all their stuff is touring um and so if they can't do that, you know, it's, it does, I mean, cause record sales, record sales are, are point, pointless these days. I mean, it's, it's, it's just a different time. Um, so a lot of those bands make their money on those, on those big tours like that, putting on those gigantic production arena shows and they can't do that right now. So, um, I'm sure like, a, there's a lot of factors that go into it, but I am, I am very grateful that we're still at the point where we can put out music and people still be interested, I guess, you know, without us being forced to go tour it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you know, speaking of like big bands like Slipknot, I mean, they put out, you know, DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff like that of their performances and, mm-hmm. and it's fun to watch. Um, but you know, I've like, I bought the one from London, um, that they did with Iowa, however long that fucking thing was ago. Um, and it was cool. I've watched it twice, but I don't think I've ever watched it again. Um, it's somewhere in my, my, my stack of DVDs somewhere, um, that I haven't pulled out in years because I don't 
buy DVDs anymore. I just yeah. download it from Amazon. Yeah, for um, sure. But it's like, you know, Corey Taylor, though, did a big stream not too long ago. Um, he rented out the forum and did a massive fucking concert. Um, but, he, but he charged like 25 30 bucks 30 a pop. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Okay, yeah, so instead of, you know, spending $60 a ticket to go watch him, you know, for four people, yeah, you know, watching that 25, you know, spending that 25 bucks was fun. It was fine. But at the same time, it was 25 bucks to sit in front of my, you know, TV and, you know, not experience what Corey Taylor can do. Yeah, and it was, and I, I, I enjoyed it. I spent my money. I enjoyed it. You know, but, and then, you know, a month or two before that, you know, Trivium did one. Um, but they only charged eight bucks, and I was happy to pay that. Um, but you know, that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah. there's nothing else really, you know, going on. I know a bunch of bands are heading back into the, you know, the studio. But at the same time, it's like, are are, are you gonna? Okay, great. You're teasing us that you're going into the studio, but are you gonna pull an Avenged Sevenfold and say, "Hey, we had this whole new album ready for you. It's the best stuff we've ever done." But we, you can't see it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah, it's it's it sucks. It you know, and it made me just want to fucking drive over to fucking California and just smack smack Matt in the back <laughs> of his fucking head, um, and say, "Come on, at least let me get yeah. one single. Come For on, sure. do something." Yeah, it's like poking it with a stick. <laughs> yeah, come on, just do something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I to, I, and the other thing too, man, is like when all this shit happened, it like. Um, I've said this a, 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 to a, had a lot of conversations, and it, it just kind of it didn't matter if you were an acoustic act um, or like Corey Taylor, Slipknot, uh, Trivium. This whole thing like leveled the playing field. Like, I mean, none of us could do shit. The only thing we could, and, and so I think a lot of I think a lot of artists. And bands, I think that everyone just took that opportunity to say, "Well, well, fuck it, we can't, we can't play, so let's just go in the studio, I guess, and record a record." You know, I mean, we have who an undetermined amount of time, you know, to perfect this and do this. But then a lot of it is like, you know, it only takes so long to do a record. You know, if you have your songs written and ready to go, and then now they're all done, and everybody's just sitting here, like with our finger up our ass, like trying to figure out what to do with it. You know, yeah, um, it's a bummer, but I mean. I'm glad that we started to put out singles. It, it, cause honestly, in anything, I mean, you being in a band before too, it like, it just kind of made me at least feel a little bit normal again to be able to have to go through the whole gambit of, all right, getting our artwork together, getting the teaser videos together, getting ready to put the single out, get it like, it at least made, made us feel a little bit human. And, you know, cause we hadn't done anything like that in months, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, what was I gonna say? I had a, I had a thought in my head and I can't remember what it was now. Story of my life. Oh, oh, there it is. <laughs> um, and you and you said you said it best just now. Um, it's leveled the playing field for a lot of people. Um, it, you know, but it's that is true on so many different facets of entertainment right now. Doesn't matter if it's music, um, movies, you know, TV shows. Uh, YouTube creators, podcasters, you know, if you're taking advantage of the opportunities that you're getting given right now, you can succeed. You know, yep. and a, a year ago, it was, you know, next to impossible to get recognized in any of those things unless you had money to back it up. 
But now people are, because they can't go to the movies, they can't go to concerts, you know, TV shows, new TV shows are few and far between. You know, now they're like seeking out new content. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're ever wanted to, you know, you kind of missed a boat a little bit if you're just starting now. But, you know, if you if you started back in March or April, really pounding that pavement or the virtual pavement, I should say, yeah. you know, people are really starting to recognize that and really kind of, you know, taking advantage of that. And, you know, I mean, it's 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 a it's a blessing in, a, in disguise for creators mm-hmm. you know it, it's been it's been shitty you know 200 almost 300,000 people dead you know the selection was a fucking you know train wreck and mental health you know numbers and su- suicide numbers have skyrocketed you know but at the same time you know the ones that truly wanted to succeed and truly wanted to get out of that rut have done everything they possibly can to make it and sure. those people right there, I just give massive amounts of credit to. I mean, including you guys. It's just, yeah. you know, you've got to take advantage of what you're given. And if you just sit back and wait for something to happen, it's never going to happen. For sure. You, you've got to, you know, punch that wall down because literally the only person that put that wall in front of you is you. Yeah. So you, you you just got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's totally true, man. I mean, it's been, it's, I mean, it was, it was rough, you know, I mean, with everything going on when like to, to see everything shutting down to see you like your friends you know losing their jobs and unfortunately like all the the terrible you know deaths that happened for all this it was it was a very i mean it still is you know um a, a very dark time and um you know it's hard it was it's it's hard to to push through something like that you know and uh continue doing you know this thing that you had all these plans for and now it's just kind of like shut down and you didn't know what to do. But I mean, I feel like, I feel like if we wouldn't have wrapped this record up, if we wouldn't have continued to, to create some type of content and get ready to drop this record that like it had been even more depressing than it already was. Because I mean, it's hard when, you know, you start to realize that the one thing that makes you happy is taken from you for a little while you know, and, and you're not sure when you're going to be able to do those things again. Like, especially, um, in my case, personally, my favorite part of the whole process is playing shows. Yeah. I mean, recording's cool, putting the, you know, the, the process of putting the content together. Um, that's great, you know, but my favorite part is to get to, you know, to feel that energy and play this stuff live. Uh, so it was really tough, you know, to like not be able to do that to like have the one thing that made me happy uh, the most, um, be limited. And so like, I had to find that creativity in like other places, you know, and like other places of the process, um, which I'm glad that happened. I'm just, you know, I'm just thankful for, you know, all the, you know, the bands that did, you know, did, you know, persevere and like push through and continue doing stuff because I mean, it did suck. I mean, cause there was a lot of great bands, you know, that ended up, you know, calling it quits you know, during all this because of the stress and, and um, everything. And it was, it, it really sucked to see that happen. And I'm just thankful for the bands that, you know, pushed through and, you know, made, just are stuck together and made shit happen, even though shit was really depressing and, and tough. Yeah. Cause I mean, of all the different, you know, again, levels of, you know, entertainment that we have, movies, com- comedy, you know, the, you know, you name it. Music is the one thing that is a common denominator in unity that we have. You know, 
not everybody can go to one type of comedy show because, you know, oh, that, that's not for me. Oh, I might be offended. Um, or, you know, I just know he's too offensive. I can't do that. Or, yeah. you know, I'm not the fan of that actor. Or, I don't like that, a comic book movie. You know, whatever. If you don't like comic book movies, fuck you. But, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but, but anyway, you see my point. But, yeah. you know, when you go to a music festival, um, you see all walks of life. You know, you see people that don't even, like, care for the music. You know, they're just there to have a good time because they know they're going to have a, a good time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, while I don't exactly, you know, you know, commend them for going to a show that they don't like or don't want to watch, I'm glad that they're there. You know, I'm glad that they're, you know, trying to have a good time. And you never know. They might find a band that they like. For but sure. at the same time, you know, when... You go to a festival, you know, even if it's Coachella, which, you know, I'm not a big fan of, but, you know, again, you see all walks of life, it, every color, every race, every creed, you know, every age, you know, and it's just, it's, it's a beautiful fucking thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as far as like, and, and the reason why I say fuck Coachella is because, you know, a couple years back was about four years ago now, um, Volbeat was there. And they had a barely any crowd, you know, in front of them. But then, you know, they left the crowd and then, you know, an EDM guy came up and everyone just kind of stormed the stage. Yeah. It's like, oh, come on. But anyway, but my point is, you know, you know, Volby got that exposure to be at Coachella. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, you have, you know, our festivals like, you know, what used to be Rock on the Range. You know, now it's um, what's it called? What um, is it called? I know what you're talking about. Uh, I can't remember. I can't even remember it now. Damn it! Yeah, it's only been a, it's only been a year or two that it was called this new thing. Yeah. Um, but then you know you have Rocklahoma, and then you have Open Air Chicago, Open Air Houston, this and that. And, you know, uh, you know, like I said earlier, Aftershock, and all these other you know festivals that are put on every year. Um, Sonic Temple, that's what it's called. Yeah, um, right. I knew it would come to me eventually. Um, but, you know, we have all these great festivals. And, again, it's just, you know, it's a unifying factor in a lot of people's days. And, you know, when you go there and see, you know, a band that you just never imagined, you know, doing what they do and then just, like, looking at, you know, the color of their skin or their age or, you know, knowing what their nationality is. And you're like, damn, everyone's here yeah. for one sole purpose. And it's so fucking Beautiful. I remember, shit, back in 99 or 2000, maybe around there, something, um, I was at a festival in Orlando, because um, that's where I used to live, and there's a festival that goes on every year called Earth Day Birthday, uh, put on by the local rock station, um, and Seven Dust has played that festival probably every year, you know, for the last 20 years, but this was one of the first years that they were there. Mm -hmm. And there was a bunch of people that, you know, because they only had one album out at the time, because I think their first album came out with like 97, 98. But I remember being there with a bunch of my friends. You know, we were, you know, juniors in high school, and they're like, holy shit, Lejean is black? Yeah. And it, and it blew people's minds. And I was like, what does it matter? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it, it was something that was unifying. It was something that, you know, showed, hey, you know, it's not just culture music it's music music and and, sure. and i and i love that about you know music in general you know a, a rap guy you know being a white guy or you know a, a black guy from fucking you know 
um, Haiti, like Lejean is, or yeah. you know, you know, a bunch of Mexicans like El Nino, or you know, it, it, there's so much. It, 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 there's no cultural divide. Music yeah. doesn't know that. Yeah. Movies, comedy does, but music doesn't. I totally agree, man. Uh, that's that's. It's been a great year too, man. I mean, because there's this there's this dope ass. I mean, it's not like hardcore music and shit too. And there's this dope ass band called Jesus Peace, fronted by uh, POC, and it is um. That's one of the sickest bands I've ever heard in my life. Um, they're so fucking hard. And you're right, man. It's like the music knows it. It no, it doesn't know that shit. Like one thing that the one thing that the world is always going to have is music. Um, no, that sounds really corny and shit like that. But I mean, it, it's it's very true. Uh, it's the one thing that like unifies everybody. Like I said, if you're sad, if you're angry, if you're happy, it doesn't matter. There's always that one song or that one playlist that you can go to, and it 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 amplifies those feelings. Um, and I feel like there's not a single, and like for, I've never met, I mean, I've probably come across them at some point in time, but I personally can't remember a single time I've ever come across somebody that just said, I just don't listen to music, you know, or I, music's just not my thing because it just, it, it's just, it's just such a universal thing, man. That it's it just, it's, it's awesome. It's it really just, is. I mean, look at, um, you know, like, here's another thing, you know, like, uh, the Mayorga brothers from Sepultura and fly, um, and Soulfly, you know, mm-hmm. from Brazil, you know, or Ice-T and his band of fucking misfits, you know, um, body count. You yeah. know, they're still fucking touring. I mean, yeah. and Ice-T, you know, that's, you know, I mean, it's so, again, again, music doesn't know culture. Um, you know, I've talked to um, a band or, yeah, a, one one band recently, um, they're a newer band, they're, you know, they're, on the verge of taking off, but they're a Latin band, um, and they sing Spanish and they sing, you know, you know that type of music. Mm-hmm. But they're all white, and wow. none of them are actually Hispanic in any which way, shape, or form. They're wow. just they just took Spanish lessons, learn, you know. They're from Miami, so I mean, there's you know a little bit of cultural, you know, in, you know integration there, but. Yeah. You know, they just love that music and we're like, you know what, let's go ahead and do something different. Let's do a, you know, Latin band with all white people that, you know, appreciate that culture. Mm-hmm. And it's really fucking cool. I was like, yeah. that is pretty badass. Yeah. Um and, and you know, so again, and, and that's again, that is what I love about music. For sure, man. It's great. And, and I cannot wait to get back to that. Oh man, me too. Uh, every, it's, it's just be- it's become a big joke now. Somebody says like, "Man, I can't wait to see you guys live," and I'm like, well, "It's always a big joke now with every band. It's like live. What's what is live? <laughs> what is these shows you speak of? Like, <laughs> what's yeah. a what's a concert? I don't yeah. I don't. What is this? Yes, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like the, the like the little meme now. The little grandma and her daughter's helping. It's like we when I was a kid, we used to have shows. It's like yeah, whatever, grandma. I'll get you back to bed. Like. <laughs> It's like, that's all us right now. It's like, we're going to be 70 years old and being like, yeah, we used to have these shows, man. It's cool. But no, nah, man, I hope so. I hope so soon, man. I I really hope. But I'm just glad that we could, those bands are still putting out music at least, you know, and like giving us something to, I guess, uh, the, the, big, the big quote of it has been to tie over everyone, you know. Uh, but yeah, I just it's, it's just a weird time. I know I've said that a lot. That's that's just the only way I can describe it. Though. It's just a weird time, dude. Yep. Um, but you know what? It can hopefully only get better from here. I hope so, man. I really, really hope so. You know, regardless of political affiliation or you know, you know who was right, who was wrong, whatever the case might be. You know, now that the election is pretty much over, um, you know, hopefully, you know 
politicians, doctors, you know, all these people that are have been just ignoring everything for the last few months can finally get back to, you know, helping this country, regardless yeah. of, you know, regardless of anything else. You know, it's it, it I'm glad it's over mm -hmm. for that simple fact. And I'm hoping, you know, with, you know, I'm hoping there's a vaccine soon and we can get back to normal, but well, who knows? Speak speaking of, uh, there was a press conference earlier today and apparently they have got something that is... 90% um, yeah. complete. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, President Trump uh, tweeted that today. Um, I didn't see the press conference, but I saw the tweet. Yeah, um, Biden, yeah Biden. I think Biden had a press conference earlier from Atlanta and he was saying that they were like, ex like it was extremely close or something. So who knows, man? Hopefully we'll get something and yeah. we can start, you know, slowly... You know, integrating, like having getting where we have shows again, like maybe small at first, but you know, it'd be yeah. something, you know, hopefully. Yeah, I haven't really, un you know, I haven't really unfortunately uh, been following Biden or Harris, you know, the last couple of days. Um, just because I'm, I'm, I know they got their shit under control. I have just literally stayed my eyes on Trump's feed just because it is comedy gold. <laughs> <laughs> that man, that fucking guy, dude. What a. What a character. Yeah. What a I, I, you know, whether you love him or hate him, I mean, I have no problem with Republicans. I have a problem with him. But um, it, it, you lost. Just just give it up. Take, but the, the, take the, the L and go. Take the L and go. What's really funny about it is, you know, is if you look at his Twitter feed, every single one of them has been reported for false false accusations, and it just gets funnier and funnier and funnier. And it's like, oh, this is a comedy act waiting to happen. Uh, I'll be so. Oh man, I'll be so glad when it's. Uh, I'll be so glad when it's done and gone. I can't deal with it anymore. It, it has. It has. It's definitely been. It's definitely been four years of comedic gold from his Twitter, though. That's for damn sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's oh my else. god, it's something else. But again, love him or hate him, he's 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 inadvertently one of the best comedians on the planet. <laughs> the, bad, the, the, wor the worst part is, is he thinks he's being serious, and everybody else is just laughing at him. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I mean, I, I do got to give him credit, though. I mean. 71 million votes were cast for him. That's the most of any sitting president. Now, Biden got 75 million, but still, <laughs> you know, but still, I, I, I got to give him credit. I mean, his his people love him and 71 more people voted in this election than any election in history. 71 million people voted for that man. So obviously he, he's either the greatest con artist in the on the face of the planet or there's something I'm missing. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'd definitely say the first. The uh, latter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm something I'm missing and the other. Uh, but no, it is really cool though. Like speaking of the voting thing, I think I think I'm most proud of anything of like our country for just everyone voting, like getting yes. out and getting out and voting, man. Because it's been we've always had a really big problem with that, a really big problem with people being like, you know, I'm not gonna vote because my vote doesn't count, you know. And it, it was really cool to see how many people in the country like actually yes. got out there and casted their vote you know for what they thought was right yeah um that was really cool to see and um i'm looking forward to the future of everything and yep you know, me too. how things are gonna go yeah i mean 
that's I mean those numbers are ridiculous. Almost 150 million people voted in this election. That's fucking um, so it's, cool. a, it's so fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, my hats off to the Republicans. They did a great job in you know encouraging the vote. The Democrats did a great job of encouraging the vote. The independents did a great job of encouraging the vote. I mean, you know, e- even Kanye did a pretty good job <laughs> of encouraging yeah. the vote. Oh, yeah. So, we, I mean, had a, we had a lot of people vote for Kanye in Tennessee. I don't know if you saw, but we were the highest uh, state for Kanye. <laughs> Yeah, but you also went red too. So you know, <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> but Very good point. Uh, yeah. So I'm not sure, but fucking Kanye. <laughs> that guy's wild too. And he's gonna do it again in 2024. That man is wild. That man is wild. Wild. Oh my, I, I, I am. I wonder the next entertainer that's gonna come out of the woodwork for for this. Well, we already had a fucking game show host, so who fucking knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, game show host, a rapper. Yeah. Now, now what else? What is next? I, I, I it's becoming a reality show. Our Man. our government is becoming a reality show, and that is a sad side it's, fact. It's, tr- it's it's truly baffling. Like <laughs> it's like the fa- I feel like the past four years have been a fucking dream, just a literal dream. Like I, I woke up the other day. <laughs> Like, it doesn't seem real. <laughs> it doesn't. It just doesn't seem real. It does not. Yeah, but, but, you know, it, I mean, it is what it is. And um, hopefully, you know, regardless of it all, something happens. You know, whether, you know, the economy fails or gets better or whether anything else happens. I don't care about anything else right now. I just want this pandemic to be cleared up so we can get back to focusing yeah, on too, being Americans again. R- regardless, you know. Yes. Just ready to rip some gigs, man. That's all. I, that's, that's every single day, man. I, I check the news to see if potentially something has happened. But, you know, it's also one of those things. It's like, you know, I, I do want shows to come back, you know, severely bad. I mean, because that's what makes me happy. But I also want to make sure that, you know, everyone's doing what they're supposed to do and everyone's safe. You know, yep. and that's the most important part. As bad as, as selfishly of me and the rest of, you know, as one of like shows to be back, I just need to make sure that everything is safe and we're doing everything properly to make sure everybody's, you know, having a good time, but safely, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong and it's not selfish at all because, you know, I'm saying they're saying the same thing. I want to go be able to see, you know, the bands that I love next year. Um, I want to be able to go back to a movie theater and start watching Marvel movies again. You know, I want to be able to, you know, you know, it's, Aside, you know, I, granted, yeah, I saw ten different shows last year, and I haven't seen anything this year. But you know what? Come March, May of next year, when I finally go see, get a chance to go see Black Widow hit theaters for Marvel, yeah. it'll be two years before I've seen a Marvel movie. So as of right now, it's only been a year since I saw a little bit, a little more than a year that I saw Slipknot was the last show I saw. But now it's been it would be two years before I get to go see a, a Marvel movie again, and that's that's, you know, it's comic insane. books. It is. Think about comic books and music are my life, yeah. you know, and obviously comedy too. But those two things keep me sane. You know, I watched on Saturday for the fucking hundredth time Endgame. You know, and you know, me and my daughter are sitting there eating pizza together, watching the movie, and just literally riffing lines back and forth, and it's hilarious. But you know, it's like I- I'm ready for the next step. You know, in this whole thing, and hopefully, there's some sense of normalcy coming back to us. Yeah, I hope so, man. I truly, truly hope so. I just want to, 
I just want to see us move forward and, uh, you know, do good things as a country, uh, get everything going where it's supposed to be, you know, and uh, open things up safely when that time may be. Go, You get to go see Black Widow <laughs> when it eventually happens. Uh, yeah, man, I'm just ready for some normalcy too, man. It's uh, It's been a long been a long year yep exactly but you know i mean aside from you know you know black widow i want to see you know ice nine kills again i want to see you know i prevail and in this moment and september morning and nothing more and all these bands you know if you guys ever come to town i'm gonna come see you guys it's like sure you know i i want to get back what makes me happy, what makes you happy, and what everybody else makes, you know, whatever it is. I don't care if it's going to your BDSM club and getting whipped by a mistress. You can't <laughs> even do that right now. You know, if, if that's what you enjoy, go get your spankings, man, and enjoy that shit. But we yeah, have dude. to get back to that sense of normalcy. We do, man. We do. I very much agree with you. But um, I hope, you know, In the Deep, you know, does a great job for you. Thanks, um, man. Um, you know, guys, all the links in the description of the video and of the podcast, obviously. Um, but, you know, download it on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, the whole nine yards. Um, get it now. Um, you yeah, guys will, will not regret it. It's a fantastic EP. I've listened to it multiple times. Um, and, I, 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 you know. I wish you nothing but the best, Tyler. Hey, thanks so much, man. Thanks for having me on your show. It's been awesome, dude. It's yeah, it really has. It's been worth the the week of waiting. <laughs> man, I'm so sorry. <laughs> don't, don't worry about that. I just had to bust your balls about it for a second. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry, dude. Dude, it happens. Uh, I'm not I'm not mad at all. I'm just glad it, fi- I'm just glad it finally happened because it was, yeah, too, it was awesome. So, yeah, yeah. Too, but, yeah, I would love to have you guys back. Um, and uh, definitely, um, you know, look forward to what you guys do next. Uh, thanks so much. Thanks for having me, man. Hey, no problem, man. You have a great rest right. of your day, man, and we'll talk again thanks, soon. Man. All right, All thanks. Right. Peace. All right, guys. So that is our Wednesday. I hope you enjoyed it, because I know I fucking did, as I always do. I mean, I get to come on here every day, talk music, talk art, talk comedy, you know, because that is what I do, and it's fucking fun. So, thank you very much for joining me on this lovely, lovely Wednesday. Um, yeah, check out Lonely Youth. Um, all one word, L-O-N-E-L-Y-O-U-T-H. No second Y. So, just Lonely Youth, one word, with just one Y. Again, links in the description of the video and the podcast down below. Check them out. You guys won't regret it. And also, guys, don't forget, Manscaped. 20% off and free shipping by using code SUCKITPODCAST, all one word. And as always, BetterHelp, betterhelp.com forward slash SIPOD for 10% off your first month. Um, Two amazing sponsors that I I cannot thank enough for everything they've done for me. So, guys, definitely take a look at that. Um, Manscaped makes a great present especially if you're you know women buy your manness i'm sure you know they've been neglecting their junk i'm sick and t- i'm sure you're sick and tired of you know coughing up a hair every you know time you want to go downstairs get your man some manscaped you know and or or if he comes home and doesn't you know, fucking take a shower right after work you know get him the ball deodorant that, that prevent them shit from stinking you know either way manscaped.com Sucker Podcast, 20% off 
free shipping. BetterHelp. Get your mind right. BetterHelp.com forward slash SIPod for 10% off. Thank you very much, guys, for being here on this Wednesday. I will talk at you tomorrow. But until then, stay happy, stay healthy, and as always, stay fucking heavy. Peace.